0: Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of Yeshoda Health Podcast brought to you by Yashoda Hospitals. I'm your host, Dr. Lakshmi, and the topic for the day is A New Era in Radiation Oncology, The Promise and Potential of MR-LINAC for Cancer Patients. In this episode, we will dwell into the world of radiation oncology and explore the transformative impact of MR-LINAC technology on cancer treatment. Joining us today is Dr. Dilip Kumar Budipuri, Senior Consultant Radiation Oncologist and Clinical Director, Academics, whose extensive expertise will provide us valuable insights into the groundbreaking advancements and clinical potential of MR-LINAC. Welcome to the program, Doctor. Thank you. So Doctor, can you provide an overview of what MR-LINAC is and how it differs from traditional radiation therapy method?
1: So MR-LINACs are called Hybrid Linear Accelerators where we have an 1.5 Tesla MRI, which is integrated into a linear accelerator. So because MR is more commonly used as a diagnostic tool whenever you're doing imaging for a brain or a prostate or a rectal cancer or all gynecological malignancies or any liver tumors. So getting that diagnostic tool for a therapy is an engineering marvel because you know MR is a big magnet. It attracts every metal, whichever is close to it. And having integration of a linear accelerator to MRI is something which is a very powerful tool where we can deliver radiation very precisely. So this hybrid linear accelerator satisfies something called precision radiation oncology, where we are looking at radiation delivered very precisely to the tumor and minimize as much as radiation to the normal structures so that patients have lesser toxicities since we see patients living longer because they're cured of disease from delivering radiation at higher doses to the tumor and have less toxicity so that they have good quality of life after the therapy is completed. MR-Linacs are different from conventional linear accelerators, especially because an MRI is integrated, a better soft tissue delineation of the tumor and normal structures happen and then where a real-time adaption of the Treatments happen while the therapy is happening and the real-time tracking of the tumor and normal structures are happening while the therapy is happening which cannot be uh, seen in the conventional linear accelerators.
0: So how does MR-LINAC enhance the precision and accuracy of radiation therapy for cancer patients?
1: So because we are doing a pre-treatment MRI scan, we know MRI have better soft tissue delineation where we will be able to identify the tumor and the normal structures very precisely when compared to a CT scan. This helps us to exactly identify the tumour even in tricky places and then deliver radiation exactly where we want because we are tracking the tumour while radiation is happening which is not possible on a conventional linear accelerator. Since we are able to track the tumour, we are able to minimise our margins so that the normal normal structures are very less irradiated while the therapy is happening.
0: So as you've mentioned that one of the key features of MR-LINAC is real-time imaging during the treatment. So could you kindly brief us as to how this capability improves treatment delivery and patient outcomes?
1: The need for real-time imaging is because when we are treating patient is breathing. With respiration, with heart pumping, all your organs move along with your respiration. So suppose when you're treating something, a liver tumour which is very close to heart, heart is beating, pushing the liver down and you're breathing and then liver is moving up. If you're not able to track while radiation is happening and then deliver radiation, since heart is beating and then comes into the radiation field, all your radiation goes to the heart. But since real-time imaging is seen, so you know where the heart is, you know where the liver tumor is, you know where the normal structures are there because a simultaneous MRI which is running on a sign imaging is what we call, can be seen in all all uh, field planes of view, such as coronal, axial and sagittal. So that in the three planes, we'll be able to exactly localize the tumor and even identify and track the normal organs when the radiation is happening. In doing so, we can minimize our uh, radiation side effects to the normal structures. And especially when the tumor is outside the radiation zone, we are able to interrupt treatment within less than 20 milliseconds and then start the radiation once the tumor is into the radiation zone.
0: So can you share examples of how MR-LINAC has been particularly beneficial in treating complex cases that were challenging with traditional radiation therapy, doctor?
1: So especially when you're treating tumors like pancreas which are surrounded by many normal structures such as duodenum jejunum okay liver you have sometimes very close to the stomach wall all those things if you are and then the pancreas moves close to 1.5 to 2 centimeters with our respiration so when we're delivering radiation especially something called sbrt to the pancreas where it has shown real clinical improvement in even in outcomes for patients who are not operable, making them operable and have improved survival also. So if you are unable to track that pancreatic tumor, we may deliver a lot of radiation to the duodenum or the stomach wall causing ulcers, perforation, and then landing into other big problems. Since we are able to track, we will be able to minimize the radiation to the duodenum stomach, okay, or to the liver, and then exactly give radiation where we want in the pancreatic tumor with comprehensive motion management and then along with real-time tracking so that we are not missing the target and as well as simultaneously we are minimizing radiation to the surrounding normal structures.
0: So can you provide insights into how the integration of mister linac into clinical practice impacts the workflow for radiation oncologists and other medical professionals, Doctor?
1: So integration of MRI into the linear accelerator actually for a radiation oncologist, it has improved the work personally, since you are always need to be available at the console while the therapy is happening. In most of the situations, what happens once we try start therapy, we weekly monitor it and then patient is comes and then gets treated. On a conventional linear accelerator, we put into the hands of physicists and technologists, but on MR linac, because the radiation oncologist is always there while the therapy is happening, because every day we do a pre-treatment scan. We have to fuse with our old scan and then see whether everything is aligned properly or a patient has lost weight, there is a changes, the normal structures are coming into the radiation zone. So we have to modify accordingly then and there. A new plan is generated, that plan has to be approved. Only then for, can be proceed to treatment. And then while treatment is happening, since the real-time MRI is happening, a radiation oncologist has to supervise while the therapy is happening so as a radiation oncologist the workflow has increased but this gives a personal satisfaction since traditionally radiation oncologist starts uh, does the planning contouring physicist plans treatment is implemented and then he's not there at the last mile because more number of patients has to be accommodated for the therapist but in the Marlin Act, the radiation oncologist always has to sit at console while the therapy is happening. So we have a dedicated staff who takes care of that, okay, planning part, and then is completely supervised by me, the senior radiation oncologist here, for all the special cases and the regular cases on a regular basis. Only then the treatment is delivered once we approve for the therapy.
0: So, from the patient's perspective, what are some of the notable? differences between undergoing radiation therapy with mister that doctor?
1: So patients perspective is more like probably minimizing side effects so that they can maintain their weight while radiation is happening. Weight loss is most commonly seen when patients undergo radiation because especially we are giving radiation to head and neck cancer because their ability to swallow uh, drastically changes after three weeks of radiation. Okay. When we are giving pelvic radiation, patients may have burning sensation in urine or loose motions. So since we are minimizing our margins, reducing radiation to the normal structures, all this can be minimized so that they'll have less interruptions through the journey of radiation, especially when they're undergoing five weeks or six weeks of radiation. What we observed in the three months since we started doing radiation, three to four months, is we hardly saw patients having interruptions with the radiation, especially when they planned because the side effects were minimal. Most of the patients had grade 1, grade 2 toxicity which were managed very okay conservatively with medications and all those things and that they were able to finish the therapy on time because completing radiation on time is very important to have this clinical benefit. When the treatment gets longer, probably the clinical benefit also comes down so completing therapy in stipulated time is very important especially patients for cervical cancer or head neck malignancy so patients undergoing mr linac what we observed have lesser side effects when compared to patients undergoing conventional linac uh, treatments
0: so what ongoing research and developments are being conducted to further harness the potential of mr linac in radiation oncology and how do you envision its role evolving in the future doctor
1: so there's a lot of research going on in mr linac to integrate mr linac to all disease sites especially the prostate cancer rectal cancer breast cancer brain tumors neck cancers especially the oropharyngeal malignancy lung tumors especially patients or medically inoperable have very small lung tumors where we consider them to deliver radiation in three to five sessions or eight sessions of radiation and then bringing comprehensive motion management where the radiation beam tracks the tumour. Once the tumour is out of the radiation zone, automatically the beam-offs. And then again, the beam-ons when the uh, the tumour is into the radiation zone with MR biomarkers, where we call Dynamic Contrast Enhancement Study, CEST, where we are able to understand the biology of the tumour, where some parts can be sensitive, some parts can be resistant, and we can modify our therapy and then plant radiation in such a way that all the resistant areas get higher dose of radiation and the sensitive areas get lower dose of radiation. In that maybe if the normal organ is very close to the sensitive uh, part of the tumor, the lesser radiation is to the normal structure. So minimize the side effects and take it to the next level to add, do the adaption on go with all these biomarkers. We will be able to modify the tumor volumes all through the radiation so that we are minimizing side effects especially patients when they're undergoing radiation in the brain, very close to brainstem, optic chiasm, or the optic nerves, which are very important for our vision. So, and then we match the rapid arc also, or the volumetric arc radiotherapy is in the pipeline. And then maybe they said that helical therapy also may be in the pipeline for the MR-LINAC. So what we have, MR-LINAC is already a very great tool, but... The modifications or what we say, the newer versions which are going to add on the mister linac, are much, much bigger, which will minimize the radiation side effects as much as possible. If needed, increase the radiation dose very high to the tumor to improve the outcomes. What we have observed in pancreatic cancer is with the conventional uh, SBRTs, we were able to deliver only 30 to 35 gray. But with the mister linac, they could go up to 40 to 50 gray. Where the resection rates have gone up, patients who underwent resection after radiation, their survival also doubled when compared to patients who did not undergo surgery. So MR-LINAC would help to improve the survival in specific cancers. And as we go forward, longer the follow-up we have, we will understand more and more benefits MR-LINAC would offer, especially patients undergo therapy. As I said, for prostate cancer, we see three-fold decrease in gastrointestinal toxicity and generative urinary toxicities when patients undergo on MR-LINAC when compared to the conventional SBRT. So the toxicities are less, it will have a significant impact on the improved outcomes. And then because the toxicities are less, patients would have good quality of life.
0: So as we conclude, what message would you like to convey to our listeners about the exciting promise and potential of MR-LINAC in shaping the future of radiation oncology and improving cancer patients' lives?
1: So one thing as a senior radiation oncologist at Eshwada Hospital High Tech City because we are the first in the country and only as of now to have MR-LINAC. Any patient who is looking at especially short course of radiotherapy is BRT for prostate cancer or part of uh, short course radiotherapy, part of total neoadjuvant therapy in rectal cancers or someone with very early breast cancers or brain tumours, MR-LINAC would significantly help us to visualise that tumour, track the tumour while radiation is happening to minimise the side effects, and then patients can go finish their therapy within a week or two weeks and then back to their place. So the MR-LINAC has that advantage, and then since we can deliver you a personalised radiation therapy, since your treatments are monitored continuously by a radiation oncologist with a good, robust physics team and a technology team, so you are in good hands at the Hospital High Tech City. So when patients are undergoing a the personalized care is what we are going to offer you so that we can improve the outcomes in cancer care, minimize the side effects a good quality of life and you're back to your workplace as early as possible.
0: So thank you, Dr. Dilip for sharing your valuable insights, your expertise in this field has been truly enlightening. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us on this journey. As we explore the remarkable advancements in the field of radiation oncology through MR-LINAC, we encourage you to stay connected with the dynamic world of medical innovation. If you or someone you know could benefit from the promising potential of MR-LINAC technology in cancer treatment, don't hesitate to reach us to a qualified healthcare professional. Stay tuned for more informative episodes on the Ashoda Health Podcast. Thank you.